In Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27, this is part two of our series talking about God's supernatural provision. Amen. Amen. The word of the Lord says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, uh, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Somebody say sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. This morning, we're going to talk from the subject uh, that's a part of this series, God's Supernatural Provision, is how is your house built? How is your house built? Uh, had opportunity this weekend to read um, an article that came from the New York Post, and I want to read it to you on today. And it says, the lives of thousands of Americans are being torn apart by the Enron debacle. When veteran Enron worker Charles Presswood looks back on his life's work, he can't help getting tears in his eyes. It's just a void. 33 years working in the sun, and now it's not worth a nickel. The 63-year-old told the Post, after working as a gas plant operator in the heart of Texas since 1967, Presswood figured he could look forward to living out his days without a financial worry when he retired in October 2000. Though employee shares allotments over the years, he was sitting on nearly $1.2 million in in-run shares and owed less than $50,000 on his beloved three-acre property in Conroe, uh, north of Houston, Texas. Hard work is all I've ever known. Every day I gave it my best, and when I finished up, I was real proud with the company we'd helped build said Presswood. We began working with Houston Natural Gas System, which later became part of the Enron Empire. But now, after Enron's collapse, Presswood will be struggling to even hang onto his home. His 13,129 uh, 13, shares were worth 34 cents apiece when Enron was de delisted, and he finds himself trying to pay off his $42,000 on his property with a weekly income of just over $450. I'll go to my grave believing that they knew the lid was going to come off and they said, we've got to get out while the getting is good, Presswood said. To rub salt in his wounds, watch this, Presswood said the only way he can hope to keep his home is by selling an undeveloped eight-acre property handed down to him after his mother died during his birth. It's probably not worth much, but not enough to pay off my home. But I wanted to hand it on to my two children. I'll be lucky if I have anything for them. Life takes you through so many difficulties that you, what, that you really don't expect. This man had worked all his life to build a future, a good future for himself and for his children. Now watch this right here. I know that's way up in California, uh, out on the East Coast, but let me bring it home to you just a little bit. The other day I was, uh, 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 I, I was driving past, been a, a, a month or so ago, and the man that lives across the street from us, his grass started growing. But I said, something got to be wrong. 
Either they moved out and didn't tell us or something is happening and something is going on. So uh, uh, one day I was going, I gave her to drive out and um, uh, he walked out to his mailbox to get his mail. So I stopped in the middle of the road, rolled down the road. Hey, how you doing? He said, hey, I said, I said, I said, I said, is everything okay? He says, well, let me tell you. He said, you know, hostess closed down a few months ago. And he said, I put many years of work into being at their company. I built my retirement. Now they shut us down. And I said, and you're selling your house? He said, I can't afford to keep my house. Big, nice, pretty house. He said, and not only that, now I'm sick. Said I'm sick and I don't know what I'm going to do. So I got to go somewhere where, where, where I can afford to live. How many of you have been there before? It seemed like your world just came, well, just came crumbling down all of a sudden. Some of us were there right now and every day like a piece is what? It's crumbling down. So I, I was going to volunteer my service and say, well, you know, I come cut your grass now. Y'all know. <laughs> I was going to get that little piece of lawn more. We got you. Understand that I ain't never used. Because he loved working his job, but he's so sick and he what? He ain't got no money. But we got to ask ourselves, how is our house built? How is our house built? First question we got to ask ourselves, we're going to do a little teaching today because I really want us to take us somewhere to get some principles extracted out of what I'm going to teach. Uh, uh, is your house built on sand? Now, when Jesus gave this parable, he's just not talking about something, but I began to do my research uh, 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 and, and research homes that's built on the beach or homes that's built on sand. Watch this right here. Uh, uh, a home or a house that's built on sand, uh, it has a foundation that's based on piers, and it's what you call a raised structure or you have what you call bridges that's built up into the water. Uh, 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 last year sometime, it's been um, a year ago, the New Jersey, the pier up there, it just washed off into the water. Now the pier had been there for years. Pier had been there for years and the pier was steady and the pier was stable. So when you get ready to build a house on sand, uh, what happens is that you have to uh, 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 dig holes far enough to get down to what you call the bedrock, which is almost at the core of the earth per se. So you, so, so you put your piers down in there and it's built on bedrock. So when the storm comes, uh, 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 the posts are far enough down into the ground that the structure, what, it will not go in well but it's still built on sand now it can last and last for years but well, watch this right here uh, uh, as I done my research it said that but with time when the weather comes the water gets down into the piers and watch this it begins to weather the bedrock and it what and it fades away but not only that, but watch this right here. When the house has been built on sand, uh, 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 and even though the posts are down near the bedrock and it's stable, but with time, when water hit against the sand, it turns into quicksand. I can't get no help in here today. And then it floats away, and then when a large storm comes, what happens? The house goes, well, right on down into the water. How was your house built? So watch this right here. Uh, 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 um. So then you have to uh, ask yourself, is my house built on rock? 
So when your house is built on rock, you have several ways to make your foundation uh, that, that your house is going to be standing on. You don't necessarily uh, have to uh, 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 dig holes to put posts down to build your house on rock. Now let me tell you something about, about building a house on rock is that uh, have you ever seen on TV a lighthouse and how the lighthouse sometimes is never sent down toward the ground and sent up on a hill? A lighthouse is built on rock. So when you build a uh, 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 house on the rock, it's sitting there and you don't even have to per se build a good foundation because it's sitting where? It's sitting on the rock. All you have to do is build what you call footings, which are little square pieces. Build a footing to make sure that the house is standing there. But watch this. They said that in some cases, what you can do is you can excavate, you can dig a hole down to the bedrock, and then you anchor the house onto the rock. It is not the bedrock that holds up the house, but it's the rock by itself. So when you put the structure there, you do what you put anchors onto the rock so that when the storm come and the wind come, what the house is still what is still left standing. So watch this right here. We have got to ask ourselves, how have we built our house? Number one, when the Bible talks about this, a house, it represents your life and it represents your lifestyle. So uh, when it talks about the saying, the saying is talking about the world system. I'm going to get help in a minute. It's talking about the world system. When you talk about building your house on rocks, it's talking about what? God's system. So watch this right here. Uh, 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 so let's talk about this world system real quick. Let's talk about the world system. The world system, I gave you two stories. Uh, the first story, watch this right here. This man had built for himself a life, a good life. He had almost $1.2 million in retirement. He did not plan on having to do anything else but what? But sit at home and relax. But his foundation was what? Was in his job. His foundation was where it was in his job. That was what he was leaning on. That was what he was depending on. That's what he was standing on. Now watch this right here. Uh, so when trouble came, everything, what? It was washed away. So that's the world system. Another way that we look at the world system uh, is that some of us, uh, we depend upon other folk. And those of us that sit in this place today, we already know you can only depend on other folks, what? So far. I should have got good help right there. You understand what I'm saying? Some of us, watch this right here. We have built a life of a tricking and, and scheming. You can take that tricking and scheming from one extreme to what? To the whole other. I was talking to a lady a bit years ago. Talking to a lady. She said, well, I got me a man. He cut my grass. I got me a man. He fixed my plumbing. I got me a man. So she had a man what? for everything that she needed to get done. I can't get no help up in here. <laughs> but you know what? But, but, the, but, but the labor wasn't free. Somebody should have shouted right there. The labor that he put in, what? It wasn't free. It, wasn't, it cost you something. But what happens when, when Charlie down way? What happened when Sam decided he what? He ain't coming around no more. Good God from that, I can't get no help in here today. And now you're left with standing all by yourself. Lord, what in the world am I going to do? I talked to a young lady a while back. Watch this right here. I, I talked to her. I said, now listen, she was telling about a friend of the job situation. I said, they get ready to terminate. Terminate her from their job. No, you know, she been there. And so she got this position. She do this. I said, that don't matter. I said, that don't matter at all. I said, they get ready. See, let me, I, I've been in corporate America long enough to know what, when they getting ready to get rid of you. They'll start promoting you what? To let you down and get you out the door. 
So time came along and they did what? They got out the door. Let me tell you something. All of us, we look for employment and we're looking for what? Job security. We want the job to be here today and when? And tomorrow as well. But let me tell you something. The folk that you work for, they don't care nothing about you as long as you're doing what? What they want you to do. I wish I had good help here today. You start doing something against them and against their will, you'll be like, yeah, some other folks out there where in the unemployment line collecting your two, how much, 255, how much of it is a week. See, the world system, they got an agenda, and you're not on their agenda. The only way that you're on their agenda is to make them what? Some more money. And when they ain't got no more use for you, they do what? They throw you right on out. We got some folk like that that live in our houses. We got some folk like that we have befriended. We got some folk like that we eat lunch with on the job. They only use us for what they can use us what for. And they do what? Throw us right on out. That's what you're building on what? The world system. But when you do it God's way, let me tell you something. It don't matter if the job come. It don't matter if the job go. It don't matter what happened. It don't matter who come because you are not my what? Source. But Bishop, that's easier said than done. We're going to deal with it in just a few minutes. Watch this right here. Watch this. We got to build our house. On a rock. When you're building the house on the rock, you don't have to dig no footings. You don't have to dig no piers. It can just be sitting there. You can build directly on the rock. But if the rock is loosened, that's when you dig, dig your piers. If you're building on boulders, you dig your piers and you dig your basement and you anchor what? You anchor the house to the rock. So when the storm comes, what? The house will not be washed away. Once again, the rock represents God's system, a God's way of doing business. And the sand represents the world system and the world's way of doing business. Turn me real quick to Matthew 6, uh, chapter 6, verse 19 through 21. Because we've got to shift our confidence. We've got to shift our confidence, amen. We've got to shift our confidence. I remember... I think it was high now. How many of y'all remember high now? Those were the worst burgers. Can't get no help in here today on the face of the earth. Then rallies came in and took over. You understand what I'm saying? I, so, yeah, I remember I had one guy came to me for a job. This has been years ago. He had to be over 20 some odd years ago now. And he said, um, he said, we went to work one day. And the manager said, we ain't open no more. Well, what about our last paycheck? Well, we ain't got no money for the last paycheck. <laughs> that was before folks started going postal. Can't get no help in here today. <laughs> you can't put your trust. Good God from Zion. <laughs> Same thing happened here. We ain't got no more money. We can't pay your retirement now. Matthew 6, verse 19 through 21, uh, it says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So this scripture says right here, Do not store up for yourselves treasures, where treasures in earth. I'm going to get y'all out the hole in a minute because you need your retirement plan. You need it. You need, you said, tell somebody, I need my money. Y'all didn't say that story. I, I need my money. And I want it where I want it and I want it where I want it now. What's that commercial? The other side. Well, I want it. I want my money. I want it now. 
I'm going to get you out of the hole. But don't store for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. So, 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 what, watch this right here. So how do the thieves break in and steal? High interest rates. High gas prices. Good God, I ain't got no help in here today. Some of y'all must ain't been to the pump. High gas prices. High utility bills. Some of y'all turn that album, turn, 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 raise the window, get you a little fan and fan. <laughs> Utility bills. <laughs> These break in and steal. Greet among top executives. Low-level jobs. High food prices. High health care costs. Uh, uh, stock markets. This is how the thieves break in what? Break in and steal. Gas prices don't go up because of your need, and they, go, they don't go down because of your need. They go up and down, what? Because of the need of somebody else. They don't even take you, what? Into consideration. Wow. Jefferson County, the county that most of us live in, watch this right here. They came to some kind of uh, 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 agreement in their bankruptcy, and uh, they had somebody that came in and said, well, we're well, we going to raise sewer rates 50%. They didn't ask the voters about raising the sewer rates 50%. They going what? Into your pocket. And I can be a witness of this. Some of our light bills, they are just as much as, as the rent is. Good God, I got help. That's the kind of help I'm talking about right now. Just as high. And they don't care if you call them and tell them, I can barely pay my rent. Ma'am, you need to come down here by 5 o'clock tomorrow. We're coming out to do what? To turn your lights off. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. See, this is how the thief, what? Break in and steal from you. Low-level jobs. You got 40 hours all month last month, and this month they want to cut you down, what? To 15 hours. They ain't thinking about your children at home. They thinking about what? Their bottom line. I wish I had good help in here. This is how the thief come in what, and steal from you. Years ago, and they don't do it much now. We're still intact, but you have what you call an arm mortgage. After so many years, uh, your rate start, what, your rate start adjusting. It don't just adjust based off of your need. It just what, over somebody else need. High interest rates. And I ain't talking about nobody today. Because I've been guilty myself. Get in need of a car, going by a car. Already had trouble paying the bill before. You had a 5% interest rate before. But when you got in trouble, you mess around there, you got a repossession, something happened, something went on. Now you got to pay a condo with 18% interest. I couldn't pay the 5% interest. Why are you giving me 18? They ain't trying to help you out. And we be so happy. I can't get. Let me tell you something. If we just take the time and the struggle for a whole year and say we ain't buying no cars with no high interest rates, I guarantee you what? The rates will start coming down. But we get into a point of desperation. I wish I had good help in here today. Even when we go to the jewelry stores and buy that little jewelry, that's not worth nothing. Good God, I'm going to push this, pit, this, 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 this pulpit over all, all by myself today. And, and you'll be so excited to get it because it let you have a little line of credit. A little line. Well, we're going to give you $200. You got to put $800 down, but we're going to give you $200. And you have that just because they said we're going to give you a little credit. We go out there and scrape up all the money we can. 
to buy a ring, they got out a Cracker Jack box. I thought about that last night. <laughs> and, 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 then, and, then, and then they slapped you with an interest rate of 27%. You paying for that ring a hundred times before it's paid off. And don't mess around and lose it because they still won't. Won't they money? But we set up treasures for ourselves where? Here on earth. But what happens when what? When the storm comes. What happens when the storms of life start what? Stop beating at your door. Watch this right here. The Bible says it rained what? On the just as well as what? As well as the unjust. Job said man that's born of a woman is a few days of what? And full of trouble. All of us are going to have some problems. All of us, we're going to be faced with some of the same things. But the ones that make it and the ones that don't make it, it all depends upon how they house have been built. Am I trusting in the world system or am I trusting what it God system. Watch this right here. We all look for something to invest in uh, uh, or a way to build our lives that will profit us short term and long term. But all of us have experienced some level of failure when it comes to investment and making career decisions. In order for uh, 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 all of your stuff uh, or your income to be taken away, it only takes one event. That's all it takes, take one event. It just takes one car wreck to do what? To get rid of their car. And the insurance don't pay for it because last month you said, I just can't put that, I can't pay this $69 this month. And then they counsel the insurance and it just take one. It just take one event. It just take, it just take one high bill to do what? To change your whole week, to change, to change your whole day. <laughs> I can't get no help. Not the month. I mean, you're doing good. La, la. You like Smurfette, you go, 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 go through, through you know, <laughs> down through the little Smurfette village. And you open that bill, you say, God, I don't know who in the world. Watch this. Let's get you out the hole. We must live in the world and we must participate in this world if we are going to make it. But we are not of this world. Now, we've heard this over and over again, but I'm going to break it down for you. We must live in this world. We must participate in this world if we're going to make it. you got to go to work. Man don't work. He what? He don't eat. you got to go to work. You've got to plan for your retirement. But let's break it down. What does it mean that we are in this world but not of this world? Uh, you may move to China, but you're an American. No matter how long you stay in China, you'll never become what? Chinese. I mean, I don't care. I don't, you can go and get cosmetic surgery and squint your eye. You can do whatever you want to do, but as long as you was born over here, you what? You're an American. You can, you, you, you can go and have surgery and have your skin fair brown. You ain't got no help in here today, but you still what? You're still an American. You may adapt to some of their ways and learn some of their language, but you will never, what, be Chinese. You are there on their land, but you are still going to want some soul food every once in a while. You still going to want some collard greens. You still going to want some neck bones. Let me tell you some barbecue neck bones. Show in order for the day. I can't get no help in here today. You still going to want some fried chicken and some fried pork chops. You ain't going to want to be eating all that other stuff all the time, especially when I done seen the packages online.
So you are in China, but you're not what? You're not of China. You're not going to take on all of their ways. You're going to learn some things, but you're still what? You're still from Bessemer, Fairfield, Isley. You're still from that. You're still from what? From that, from America. So just because you go somewhere else, watch this right here, that doesn't mean that you're going to change on the inside. You're there, but you're not, you're not of there. So, but while you're over there, they may have one little store 30 miles away that sell what? That sell American food. So, whenever you get a taste for something, you get in your little, you get on your little bike. They ain't got a lot of color. You understand? Get on your little bike and you pedal with your little hat on, trying to look, you know, like a dark-skinned Chinese. And you travel on to the store to do what? To get what you want. Why do you travel and go that distance? It's simply because you want something that what? That you know. You're there, but you're not up there. Most Chinese folk, when they sit down at them, they sit on the floor. I challenge y'all today. Let's sit on the floor. Let's have dinner. If all of us sat on the floor, some of us will have to have a walker to get right on back up. I can't get no help in here today. <laughs> get down there. I don't care where you live. You're going to have, what, a table and what? And some chairs because you're what? Because you're American. So watch this right here. When you became a Christian, you became a part of a whole new world. You got a whole brand new life. You don't do what folks in the world do anymore. You don't talk like they talk anymore. Because now I'm living by what? God's system. The biggest struggle that we have is that we fight it between the world and we fight between God. I wish I had help in here today. We're trying to keep up with the Jones and keep up with God at the same time. That is the biggest strife and the struggle that we have on the inside. When we build a house, watch this right here. It's easy to build a house on the sand. And we're looking at other folks. Well, they can do this. They can do that. They can do the other. But when you're building a house on rock, sometimes you got to get a crane and, what, and lift some stuff to the top. It may take a little longer, but when the wind comes, I can't get no help in here. When the storm comes, your house what? Your house will not fall. So since I'm working in this world and I'm not of the world and they come across and put the pig slip on the desk, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to my riches. What? My riches in glory. When the cupboard get empty, you don't like everybody else. You start saying, start, start saying, say like David, I've been young and now I'm old, but I've never seen what? The righteous forsaken nor seed what? Begging bread. You got some folk that have gone through the same things that you have gone through and they have lost their mind. But it was nothing but the Lord that what they kept your mind in the midst of trouble, in the midst of trial, in the midst of calamity. It was nobody but the Lord. So when I make up my mind and my house is built on the solid rock, I don't do what the world do. I don't talk like the world talk. And let me tell you something, how you know when your house is really not built on the rock is that when something happens and starts going on, we fall all apart. I wish I had help in here. We just start falling apart. Let me tell you something. And, uh, 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 um, um, and I don't pick no so wounds in there like this. God knows I don't because God brought Pastor Coleman through. God brought, but she, he brought her through. And I said, thank you, Jesus. She, um, 
past coma. I went through a little trial on a job and stuff like that. And when we left that place, she was all to pieces because they did what? They took away her livelihood. I was worried. I stopped. I said, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I was driving down 459. I said, God, I don't know what in the world. I ain't know if I should stop on the side of the road or to keep on going. Because she was going through. It was not about the job, but it was what the shock of what they did to you. Let me tell you something. The people in this world will shock you with some stuff. They'll lay some stuff on you. Say, God, what in the world are they trying to do to me? You've been faithful. You have been loyal. You have committed your time to them. And they, well, they don't care now thing about you but let me tell you something after that happened after all that stuff went down God's supernatural hand did what it stepped right on in we never missed a beat the lights never got turned off the water never got turned off the gas never got turned off the cars never got repossessed everything was all right with the house even we was working on a little bit of money but God get God from Zion I feel him here he came in and made a way what a way out of no way because on Christ the solid rock I stand oh all of the ground, what is sinking sand? See, let me tell you something. When you start experiencing the supernatural power of God, you got little resources to work with. All of us got a testimony in this place if it had not been for the Lord. Good God from Zion. If it had not been for the Lord that was on our side, we don't know where we'll be. If it had not been for the Lord putting food on the table, if it had not been for the Lord putting clothes on our back, if it had not been for the Lord putting gas in the car, did not know how we was going to get it. But God, he'll do what? He'll send somebody along the way to start blessing your life. That's what I'm talking about. Watch this. The key, the key to having financial breakthrough and God providing for you supernaturally, it deals with the law. Somebody say a law. Now, when we start talking about this law, watch this right here. We're not talking about the law that Moses wrote, but we're talking about a law. Uh, first, we must understand what a law is. Uh, a law is a controlling influence of rules. Uh, I, I was coming through Montgomery uh, yesterday. We were leaving, coming back to Birmingham. And... Uh, and uh, they put speed limit signs up because that's the law for the speed. And Montgomery got some that's real crazy. And I can't, think, I can't figure this out for what saves me. And it's not even uh, uh, a mile. So you, you're driving 60 miles per hour on, on, on I-65 going north. And then the speed limit dropped down to 40 miles, 45 miles per hour. So therefore, and then and then, then about another uh, third of a mile, half mile, watch this right here, the speed limit goes back up to 60. Then it drops back down to 45. Then it goes on back up to 60, then to 7, then it takes you on, on into Birmingham. I cannot understand that for the life of me, and I hate going through that one little section because it'll be easy for you to get a ticket. But let me tell you something. They have set a law in stone on the side. So when I was going 60 miles per hour, watch this, a law is, is a controlling influence. A ruse. When I saw the sign that said 45 miles, I did what? Put my foot on the brake. And I started slowing down because that what? Because that was the law. So when it said 60 miles per hour, I did what? I put my foot on the gas. So when the sign said 45 miles per hour again, I did what? I put my foot on the brake. So watch this right. A law controls the rules. I can't get no help in here. So when we don't abide by that law, and they was out there bad yesterday. Let me tell you, I saw them all up and down. I said, Father God, uh, Pastor Coleman looked over there. She said, son, we need to get out of Montgomery. Come on, let's speed on up. <laughs> 
She said, we got, I, said, I said, I got this right here because I was looking at what? At those crazy signs. But the law, what? It was controlling me. It was controlling me. If you ignore the law, you got to do what? Suffer the consequence. If I ignore the law or the speed of the, the speed sign, number one, get a ticket. Number two, if I can't, uh, uh, my insurance price is what? Going to go up. My insurance is $69 a month. I work for that. Don't get behind me on the road. That's that. You go say, oh, please. <laughs> said, please, please don't get me because I'm not, I'm not going over that speed limit. So I have to suffer the consequence when I step outside the law. <laughs> Number one, I get a ticket. Number two, my insurance going up. Number three, if I can't pay the ticket, I may have to take off work and go to court. Then when you get to court, you got to do what? Sit there all day long. Then number four, when I finally paid the ticket, it took away from a doggone budget. I can't get no help in here today. So when I step outside the law, I do what? It's, it's, it's not even worth it all. So in the natural, when I look at these laws, it's the same way in the spirit. Dealing with spiritual things is the same way. So for a few moments, we got to take a look at the law of honor. Got to take a look at the law of honor. And we just about finished. Honoring God goes beyond your Facebook statuses and your tweets. I see everybody on Facebook. Can't get no help in here. Oh, God is good. God is great. But my honoring God does what? It goes beyond a status. It goes beyond talking about the goodness of the Lord. It goes way beyond that. When I first honor God, it's number one by my presence in his house. Because I set aside a day just for him because I recognize and realize if it had not been for the Lord. I had a bad week, but if it had not been for the Lord. My health not good if it had not been what? For the Lord. I honor him that way. I honor God with my time, I honor God with my talent, and I honor God how? With my substance. That's how I honor God. I can get more from a person when I honor them, uh, uh, not when I don't manipulate and play games with them, but when I, but when I honor them. I did uh, uh, a teaching a while ago uh, to talk about honor, and I met Pastor Coleman, had a conversation, and uh, uh, of course, you know, Will, of course, um, uh, uh, and I, I plead the blood, I could probably uh, get more from Pastor Coleman than a whole lot of folks can. Because it's not the fact that she my mama, because she got some other children too. You understand what I'm saying? So, but when I ask for some, it's almost like Janet. It's TikTok. So when somebody else come ask for some, I'm not saying my brother's, I'm saying other folk, you know she got to ask some questions. I can't get no help in here. You got y'all so, quiet, but some of y'all like that on today. It's certain folks that can ask you for stuff, and they what? And you do it right then and there. Ain't no questions asked, but it's other folks that come. Wait a minute, I need a question. This right here. I can't get no help in here today. So, so what happens is that I honor my mother. So, uh, 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 and some days don't have good days, but they never change the fact that every morning when I hit that floor, she got that coffee between 6 and 6.15. It doesn't change the fact that I treat her what? I treat her a certain way. I don't care what's happening, what's going on. I, I, because I love her and I honor her, and it's not for the fact that I want her to do something for me. Because let me tell you something. A person will only cater to you as long as attitudes are right. But when you make a man. 
I can't get no help right there. When you make a mad all what? Oh, that's just all over. But when you honor somebody, you do what? During the good times, the bad times, the up times, and what? And the down times. So when you in trouble, what happens? God start opening doors if you honor him. Watch this right here. Give me about, let me get, get five more minutes. 2 Timothy 3 and 16. We got to go to Old, Old Testament for a few moments. And then Romans 15 and 4. Write that down because I'm going to go quick. When I honor a person, I can get more from them. Uh, 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 when you honor somebody, uh, folk will break their back for you. Will you honor somebody? They'll break their back. I got many testimonies that I, you know that 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 I've been in in very difficult situations, and I said, "This is what I need." Okay, let me go and get it for you. I pressure God in the name. Of, what, 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 I mean, what, what what's this? But when you honor somebody, when you take out the time for somebody else, breakthrough starts happening. How's your house built? Second, we got to go Old Testament, but I got to brace you for this Old Testament. Second Timothy 3 and 16 says, all scripture, somebody say all scripture, is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, training, and righteousness. So the scripture, all scripture is given so we can line some things up. Now, we're not dealing with the law when I read my Old Testament scripture, but, but, but it rebukes some things and it corrects some things and it does what? It changed some things around. See, watch this right here. When I was in the world, I did not get promotion on my job just because I was a good worker. Because I had some bosses that did not like me, but I honored them and they could not live without me. See, your honor would get you into doors that no man can close. I had an employer that told me that he hated me, but he had to have me. I can't get no help in here today. And, 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 and I walked in on a conversation about my replacement. I can't get no help in here today. But God, but the first thing on that job, I did not just honor the boss on the job, but I had an honor for God. And the thing was, I wasn't doing it for them, but God told me to be there. I was doing it what? I was doing it for God. The Bible says, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it what? Do it all to the Lord Jesus. So when you start working on your job, you just don't do it for the job, but you do it what? God, I'm here to represent you all today. Romans 15 and 4, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance taught in scriptures and, and, and the encouragement they provide, we may have hope. Malachi 1, verse 6 through 8. Now, when we read these Old Testament scriptures, and I'm going to be finished, uh, we're, not, we're not reading for the content, but we're reading to extract the principle. We're not reading for the content, we're reading to extract the principle out, out of it. Watch this right here. Honoring God will cause you to have breakthrough. It will cause you to have breakthrough. Every day I got to honor the Lord. Uh, 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 uh. Malachi 1, verse 6 through 8, it says, A son honors his father, and a slave his master. If I am a father, where, where is the honor due me? If I'm your mama, why are you talking to me like that? I wish I had some parents in here that just want to knock their children out when they open their mouth. Grown and all. <laughs> Gotta go and get partial. Can't get no help. 
A son honors his father and a slave his master. If I am a father, where is the honor due me? He said, do me. If I am a master, where is the, is the respect due me? Says the Lord Almighty. It is you priests who have shown contempt for my name. But you ask, how have we shown contempt for your name? Watch this. He says, by offering defiled food on my altar. Then he says, but you ask, how have we defiled you? But, but, but by saying the Lord's table is contemptible. When you offer blind animals for sacrifices, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice lame or diseased animals, is that not wrong? Try, uh, try offering them to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you? Says the Lord Almighty. Watch this right here. Watch this. I ain't picking on nobody. I'm just preaching the word of God. If tomorrow Donald Trump was in town and told you to be there at 5.30 in the morning, you'll be there at 3. I can't get no help in here today. But when we call a special prayer service and we're going to start praying at 10 o'clock at night, oh, Bishop, what? I mean, where your honor at? Somebody said, my Lord, don't do that, Bishop. No. Sound like sweet brother. I ain't got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Where is what? Where is the honor? <laughs> See, watch this right here. He gives the, 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 the scenario. It says, try offering them to your governor, which talks about world leadership. Try doing that. So, well, watch this right here. Uh, 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 your tithes is supposed to be $150. Well, God will give you $75. You, you let your light bill be $150. You take them $75. They said, tomorrow you have mother $75 here. Uh, but we're going to do what? Come out and do what? Turn your lights off. What if God said, if you don't honor me, I'm going to do what? I'm going to turn your lights off. Y'all be dee -dee 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 -dee, start to speak in tongues and pray on that. God forgive me. See, we abuse grace and mercy. But he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, where is what? Where is my honor? Watch this. When I honor God, that is just not to honor him, but then he will do what? He will start honoring me. Because all of us need to be at a place and a position in our life. Everything that we put our hands on, I want God to bless it. I can't get no help. Let me give you this quick, quick, quick testimony. Then turn to 1 Samuel verse 2, uh, chapter 2, verse 30 through 33. Uh, for a whole year, uh, this has been years ago, uh, every payday, I got, uh, I, I got like a $950 bonus every payday for a whole year. How you get a, I get, got paid twice a month. How you get an extra $950 bonus every payday? My bonuses start getting so good, they cut out the system. I'm telling you. Some of y'all need that right now. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Some of y'all need that. But let me tell you what happened. I worked the same job. I worked the same hours. I worked with the same people. But I began to honor God uh, 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 with my life. I began to honor God with my finances. I honor God. And because I honor God in everything that folk call me crazy. I always, always testified to folk. Always told folk about his goodness. Folk would say you're super spiritual. But that's all right. But when I take my paycheck home. I can't get no help over here today. I'm taking home more than any of y'all making what? Up in here. We had, uh, of course, all y'all know I've worked for McDonald's for years, about 10 years. So uh, 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 every manager, they had a goal. They had to get uh, on every shift during lunchtime, you had to get 100 cars through the drive-thru. There's only 60 minutes an hour. So I mean, every customer had a what? Had to get through the drive-thru in less what? In less than one minute. Go to McDonald's now. <laughs> you might as well take your lunch break. You might as well go and get your uniform and put it on. You understand what I'm saying? 
But God, since I honor God and I need an increase in my life, I said, God, you got to show me how to do this. God showed me how to do it and breakthrough came my way. Nobody else, there was only one other person that could barely beat me, that could do what I did. I could get almost 130 cars to the drive-thru in one, in one hour. It was so good. Watch this right here. They came down to watch me get the cars to the drive-thru. But God, watch this. When you honor God, God will start honoring your life. He will start honoring your job. See this? Watch this right here. Watch this. And when you honor him, it don't even matter about the job anymore because God will have somebody else looking at you. I can't get no help in here. When I transferred from that store and I went to the store, store, store on 280, uh, uh, they tried to reduce my pay, but other folks messed around and quit. And they just said, no, I already worked all day anyway, and half of the day I worked was for free anyway. But since somebody else quit, I had to go on the clock. I can't get no help in here today. So the same money they tried to take away from me, I'm going to shout all by myself today. They had a what? Wind up giving it to me again. And it wasn't about my skill, but it was about what? My honor to God. They came down, they saw what? They said, you got to be cheating. I ain't cheating. I know how to cheat, but I, don't, I mean, you can't. Quit. Them bags be hanging out there wonder. Hanging out there wonder. Hang them bags out. Hang them bags out there wonder. And, they, and the thing is, working with me was so exciting. Everybody loved to work lunch hour with me because we knew that we was going to have a good time during that lunch hour. See, it no longer became about them. God started doing what, making ways out of nowhere. I was in the world working the world's job, but God's supernatural hand, what, was upon my life. 